You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with Pastor Cassandra Foy. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. Amen. Amen. To God be all the glory. Hallelujah. I tell you, are you excited about God on tonight? I am definitely excited about him on tonight. Amen. We thank God for all that he's doing on tonight, all that he uh, has done and all that he's about to do. Amen. To God be all the glory. Hallelujah. I seem to have some technical difficulties here. Uh, Let me just fix this real quick. Amen. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Listen, come on. Let's give God a praise on tonight. Come on. Clap your hands right where you are. Lift your hands up. Scream out hallelujah to God for he is worthy to be praised. I'm telling you, God is worthy. Amen. Amen. We do honor God on tonight. We honor our senior leaders. Amen. Our apostle Willie Tauber. Amen. Our apostle Mamie Tauber. Our lead pastor, Pastor Steve Tauber. And we honor all the pastors, all the evangelists, all the ministers, all the fivefold ministry. We honor you, you, and you, and especially you, and definitely to all of our guests on tonight. Thank you so much for coming back to church. Amen. Amen. To God be all the glory. We, um, we're just in a place right now. We're just hearing what God wants to say on tonight. Hallelujah. Because he has been showing up mightily for us. And for that, we are grateful for that. We are thankful. We're going to ask you just to pray with us on tonight. Amen. As God speaks what he wants to say. Amen. So to God, be all the glory. let us pray. Father, we thank you. And we give you glory. We give you honor. We love you. We appreciate you. We adore you. We magnify your name. For you alone are worthy to be praised. You are King of kings and Lord of lords. God, we just say yes to your will and yes to your way. Have your way on tonight. God, you speak to me and speak through me, oh God. None of me and all of you. Because God, we know you have a word for tonight. So God, we just say yes to your will and yes to your way. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. We want to say again, good evening to everyone and welcome to Yes Lord Ministries. We want you to go ahead and share this broadcast on tonight. Please do um, like, share, comment, all those wonderful things. We want to hear from you. We want to know you are being blessed by the word. If you were with us on this morning, to God be all the glory. We thank God for you joining us for our family enrichment. Amen. Month. We have been just blessed all month. And so we are grateful to God for allowing us to share with you once again. During this entire month, yes, I mentioned I've been accepted that assignment to speak to families about working together, getting our money right. Amen. Uh, Speaking to families about uh, being a team and also making sure we're dealing with grief and also trauma in our lives. And then on this last week, we talked about getting some documents in order, our will, advanced directives, all those things. So we hope you took some good notes. I heard Minister Garden say, get your notebooks. So yes, get your notebooks. Let's take some good notes once again. And as we was preparing and asking God, what is it that you want the people um, that will hear this broadcast to know? And the Holy Spirit just began to speak to me about their urgency for families. Yes, we're still in family enrichment month and we thought we were going to go move on to something else. But God said there's an urgency for families to get back in the house of God, to get back in the house of God. So some of us um, 
you know, got it, but we want to just get into the word on tonight and we're going to come back to this. So turn your Bibles, if you would, to Hebrews. We're going to go right to Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 10. We're going to look at verse 24 and 25. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25. Amen. Amen. Come on, somebody put in the chat Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25. Amen. Let's read. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. We're going to read the Amplified Version. We know we love the Amplified Version. Let's read that too. And verse 24 says, And let us consider thoughtfully, somebody say thoughtfully, how we may encourage one another to love and to do good deeds, not forsaking our meeting together as believers for worship and instruction, as it is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more faithfully as you see the day of Christ's return approaching. Amen. So is the word of the Lord is already blessed. Thank you. Thank you for putting that in the chat. We appreciate that. Amen. We're going to talk about, you can jot this down in your notes, put it in the comment section. Somebody, you know how Apostle M does it. Put all caps. Amen. Amen. It's time for the family to get back to church. It's time for the family to get back to church. I know some of y'all gonna have a problem with this on tonight, but it's time. It's the truth, y'all. It's time for the family to get back to church. Amen. Amen. Yes, Lord. It's time. It's time. Somebody say it's time. Hallelujah. We had an awesome time this morning. Yes, we did. Awesome time in the word. It was wonderful to be able to be alongside my wonderful husband, Pastor Hector Foy, who we honor on tonight to teach the word. Amen. Amen. On this morning, leading your family in 2023. And now we're going to talk about getting that family back to church. Hallelujah. Amen. So we thank God for the reading of his word. And it's already blessed. Hallelujah. So we want to just let you know, we want to prepare your hearts and mind because um, there's an urgency, as I said earlier, there's an urgency, the Holy Spirit said, to get families back into the house of God. Some of us got it, but there are others that can't seem to get past some stuff. And I won't be before you long, so you got to get it quick. <laughs> some would say, well, I have church hurt, disagreements, um, internal issues. Some have just plainly gotten too comfortable at home, even with the virtual services. Some just have begun, be, began to rely on the virtual and not put, put the physical body into the building. Amen. Come on. Somebody say family, get back to the church, get back to church. Amen. This is one of the reasons the enemy has been fighting families and the institution of families so hard. If you notice, there's been a lot of things going on. I've seen a lot of divorce happening, a lot of separation, a lot of um, children walking away from their family, uh, what they call that when they separate themselves from their families. They have been doing that. There's children that have been running away, all kinds of things to 
break up, to tear down the family. That's why we got to be careful what we say about our family to other people. Amen. If anybody you should be protecting, it's your family. Come on. Somebody say, protect your family. Protect your family. And it's not that you are doing things to hide or secrecy or things they're doing wrong, condoning that. That's not what we're talking about. But where is the prayer life? Where are the, the intercessors? Where are those that will stand in the gap for their family? Where are you? It is time to get the family back in the church. And if we are not going to be that first partaker, we are not going to be the example that our family need to see. Pastor had to talk about that this morning, being an example, amen, not just saying and telling people what to do or telling them about the Lord or telling them about going to church, but are you going to church yourself? Come on, we have, this is the reason the enemy is fighting us. This is the reason why he's gaining ground on the family because we are not in position. We are not in our rightful place. We are not in the posture of prayer, of praise and worship. We are not in the house of the Lord getting the information, getting the instruction, being encouraged, being strengthened. We have to get back. Come on, somebody say, get back into the house of the Lord. Get back to church. Hallelujah. This is the reason. So, and the enemy knows. He knows we are an army that cannot be defeated. Come on. He knows, hallelujah, that when we come together, we cannot be stopped. We are a team. Together, we can gain more ground. Together, we can win more territory. Together, we are unstoppable. Come on, somebody say, I'm unstoppable. I am unstoppable with God. The Bible tells us, what then shall we say in, in response to these things? If God be for us, come on now, who can be against us? We know that God is with us. We know that God is on our side. He said he will never leave us nor forsake us. So what is stopping us from moving forward as a family in the things of God, coming together as a team, amen, to do the assignment that God has called us to? Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that we do not fight against flesh and blood. Hallelujah. Satan will most definitely use flesh and blood now to get under our skin. Amen. To try to deter us or try to get us all upset and get us in our emotions. But Apostle Willie Tarver often says that that place where you're being bothered, that place where the enemy keeps messing with you, that spot right there. Hallelujah. That is when you know what, where God is going to bless you. Somebody said the enemy has showed his hand. Come on. I'm telling you, the enemy has showed his hand over and over again, and we miss it. We miss it because we're not looking at hallelujah. First of all, we're not coming together. We're not gathering. We're isolating ourselves. We're staying away from the church instead of coming to the church where we get our instruction. Hallelujah. Somebody say it's time for the family to get back to the church. Come on. It's time for the family to get back in the church hallelujah oh yes we're unstoppable i know some people say we are yes we're unstoppable amen when it comes to god amen hallelujah family is at the center of god's plan for happiness and progress for his children we are his children god wants us to progress he has a plan for us the bible tells us that jeremiah 29 11 4 i have a plan for you i know the plan he says he knows the plan we don't know the plan he knows the plan that he has for us and it's good it's not evil the enemy wants to think that because we're going through different things i talked about that this morning i am highly i thank god he healed me from 
pancreatic cancer. And we go through these different things. We go through sickness, illness. We go through financial situations. We go through family situations. We go through traumas in our life. And the enemy wants us to think because we're going through this. Someone said it's like one thing after another, after another. The enemy wants us to think that because we're going through one thing after another, amen, that God doesn't care, that God is not with us, but the devil is a liar. He is right there with us, taking us through. Amen. Take not helping us set up camp. But he's taking us through the valley. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got to know it, people of God, that God is on our side. Hallelujah. It is the enemy's job to trick us. Hallelujah. It's the enemy's job to keep us in a stupor. It's the enemy's job to make sure that we don't reach hallelujah, our goals. Amen. But we already know. We learned this morning. Hallelujah. What to do. We learned this morning. Hallelujah. The strategy of the enemy. We learned this morning how to get to our, our destiny in God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Come on. Clap your hands right where you are. Wave your hands in the atmosphere. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The family is the foundational institution of society ordained by God. God ordained family. And that's why another reason why the enemy wants to keep the family from coming together, from being together, from gathering in this place called church. And I'm talking about the church building. A lot of times we, we often hide behind and say, well, the building is not the church. Absolutely. Definitely agree. We are the church. But God requires us to gather together in that building, hallelujah, to come together to get those instructions. Hallelujah. It is constituted by marriage and is composed of persons related to one another by marriage, blood, or adoption. Because a family could be a husband and a wife. A family could be a grandparent and a grandchild. A family could be a single parent and that could be a mom or a dad raising their child. Amen. A family could be a blended family where you have a husband and wife that come together and have children before they got married and they came together. Hallelujah. But the family is the fundamental institution of human society. And as we said this morning, family is the oldest institution in the Bible. Amen. You may say, well, preacher, what about the toxic people in my life? What about those toxic family members? What about those family members that I can't seem to get along with? I can't, um, I don't want to be around. The family member that always um, talking about me or talking about others in the family, that family member that I just can't trust. But that is why God teaches us to guard our hearts. If we get in the word and study God's word, we will have the answer to our questions. The blueprint is already laid out. He instructs us to give, to guard our hearts and to give up our anger toward those that may abuse us. Because you can look at Matthew 5 and 21 through 24. He says to turn the other cheek. Oh, Lord, did she say that? Turn the other cheek. It's not to say you become a doormat for anyone, but we often want to know how many times. There's no limit on how many times we forgive somebody. We should be forgiven people. And we've talked about this also this morning. It's, it's interesting how we can forgive others quicker than we forgive our own family. We can be upset with our friend, our bestie, our BFF, our co-worker, our neighbor. But next thing you know, we're, we have turned around and we're okay with them, but we still um, arguing with our family. We still can't seem to get along. We can't even come to the holiday dinner because we can't get along with our family. That's the trick of the enemy. 
a trick of this might say it's a trick of the enemy. He tells us to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. That's in Matthew 5 and 43 through 48. So what makes us think we shouldn't be praying for our family? What makes us think we shouldn't forgive our family? This is not milk tonight, y'all. This is me. This is straight shooting tonight. Hallelujah. We don't have time to be cute. Hallelujah with this because God is urging us to get connected and stay connected to the house of God. We have to get back into church. Come on, somebody say it's time for the family to get back to church. There are instructions we need to get for this season and for what's to come. Our apostles have been telling us something's coming, something coming. We have to understand and realize that something is coming and we have to be prepared for it as a team, as a people, as an army, as soldiers in God's army. Hallelujah. We have to be prepared. How are we going to be prepared? We have to stay in God's word. We have to come to church. We have to stay on our knees in prayer, have a posture of prayer. Let's look at this scripture. It says, then let us consider thoughtfully. Come on, we got to think about this. Think about this. Why are we staying away from the house of God? Think about it. Think thoughtfully. Consider this, people of God. When we stay away, we can't, we don't encourage each other because we overcome by one another's testimony. You say, well, I can call somebody, but guess what? Are you? <laughs> are you calling them? Are you encouraging them? But it's something about the gathering of the saints. It's something about coming together with our brothers and sisters. It's something about seeing you in the flesh and hearing you and talking with you and sharing and encouraging your smile. Amen. How do your handshake, your hug, knowing that you got my back. You are praying for me. Hallelujah. This is what it's all about. Let us consider these things thoughtfully, how we may encourage one another. We got to encourage one another. Amen. When we encourage one another, we're cheering each other on. We're inspiring each other. Amen. We're giving them, giving each other that boost. Hallelujah. We're supporting. We're showing you support. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. We come together. So be thoughtful about this thing. Don't be selfish about it. Think about somebody else. Think about your brother or sister in the Lord and what they need and how they need you. They need to see you. They need your encouragement. Hallelujah. To love and to do good deeds. We talked about that love on this morning. First Corinthians 13, love is patient. Love is kind. Love is long suffering. And we need to be encouraged in that even because love is action. It's an action word. And we have to be encouraged even in loving one another because it's not always easy to love unconditionally. So we have to be encouraged in that. You don't know what somebody's going through. We see people smile. We see them come in as a family. We see them, you know, come in. They say, God bless you. But we don't know what someone is going through once they leave us, once they hang up the phone, once they walk out the door, once they go home. We don't know what they're going through. And as we learned throughout this month, when we had our um, therapist, our certified and licensed therapist on they talked about that, asking someone, are you okay? Not being afraid to ask the hard question. Because sometimes we don't ask people questions about what they're going through because we think if we ask them, they may do something. No, ask the question. We need to know. That's how we're going to help them. God sees, most importantly, he sees what we're going through. 
But we have to encourage each other to know and let others know that God sees it. He knows. He sees everything. Nothing catches God by surprise. Isn't that awesome? Aren't you glad to know that nothing catches our God by surprise? We serve an awesome God. He sees all. He knows all. Hallelujah. And he can absolutely do anything. Amen. Amen. So we want to consider those things. And then it says in verse 25, not forsaking our meeting together. This is the Amplified Version. As believers for worship and instruction. See, there it is. We come together for worship and instruction because guess what? We go out into this world, we have to have some instructions and we better be anointed, amen. Hallelujah, to get through the week, amen. Sometimes we go, go on Sundays and we don't pick up the word anymore till next Sunday. We have to pick that word up every day. Read, a, even if it's just a verse, read something, study something. Pray, seek God, ask God. That word that I got on Sunday, when the, the pastor, when he preached that word, she preached that word. Bring that back to my remembrance, Father. Let me be able to work that word all throughout the week. We got to work the word. We got to walk the word out. That's why we can't not come to church. We can't, we can't be in isolation. It's not about being isolating ourselves. Isolation is a trick from the enemy. He wants to get us alone. Because he gets alone, he knows he can start talking in our ear gate and telling us certain things and speaking certain things to us. That's not true. You know, you do know the devil likes to lie, right? You know he's a liar. He's a father of lies. You do know that, right? Hallelujah. Come on, somebody say it's time for us to, for the family to get back into church. Amen. So not forsaking our meeting together. Don't, don't stop coming to church. As believers, we have to come and worship and get that instruction. And come to church ready. Come with your notepad, come with your, your, your tablets, whatever it is, and take notes. Because you know that the enemy is going to try to pull that from you. Take that, take that word that you got and try to take it from you. He comes to snatch. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. The word tells us that. Hallelujah. But we thank God that God comes. Jesus comes to give us life and that more abundantly. Amen. 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 As it as is the habit, that verse says, verse 25, still in verse 25, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another. See, it's telling us the word God already knew before the pandemic. <laughs> he already knew that there was going to come a time where people were going to forsake the sin together. They were going to stop coming to church. They were going to try to find another way. He already knew, but he's warning us. Listen, that's not the right way. Don't do it. <laughs> Get back into the church. Amen. Hallelujah. So we can encourage one another and all the more faithfully as you see the day of Christ's return approaching. That means as time goes on, as we see that Christ is soon to come, even the more so, that's even more reason to get back into church. We can't allow fear to keep us from church. We can't allow um, hurt to keep us from church. We can't allow what people say to keep us from church. We have to get our family back into church. But first, we have to be there. Because if we're staying home, the family say, oh, you don't, you don't go to church anymore? Oh, no, everything's virtual now. No, the devil is a lie. Get back in church. Virtual is okay. But you need to be assembled yourself with these saints. It is through corporate worship that families are strengthened. It's through the royal gathering of the kings and queens. We are kings and queens. We have kingdom authority. We are in the kingdom of God. 
Hallelujah. So we have to come and get our instruction. Amen. Go through those valleys and conquer those mountains. I think about when Apostle Paul said rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I said rejoice. You know, he was in prison when he said that. The Apostle Paul was in prison. Sometimes we look at what we're going through. We think we're going through so much, and we are. But we have to remember that there's always somebody going through something worse off than you. And if you look at it, everybody's going through something. But look at Paul. He said, still yet, rejoice in the Lord always. Even in prison, rejoice in the Lord. Amen. Look at, look at, look at that. Look at that. Rejoice in the Lord, he said. You just don't wake up in the morning with that kind of word. It can only come from a place of prayer, praise, and worship. And also both privately and corporately. That's the key. We have to have private worship, private prayer time. Give God a praise privately, even when we're in our homes. We don't have to be in the church building to praise God. That's not what we're saying, but we need to be in, in the church building, praising God. Amen. When you hear your leader say this scripture, what goes through your mind? Because some people think, oh, here they go again. They're just saying that to get me in, in an in-person service or they must need money. Uh -uh -uh. No, 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 no. This is how we grow in the faith. We receive encouragement when we come together. When we, we get to worship together, we deepen our relationship with God and our family. It is for your good. Somebody say, it's for my good. It's for my good. It is to strengthen you. It is to fortify you. Amen? Come on, we have to know this. It is to prepare us for what's coming. And we have to be a prepared people. When things happen, how many of us were prepared for, prepared for the pandemic? Were we prepared for that? If we had an earthquake, would we be prepared for that in your region? Some, some experience earthquakes in their region, in their area, but some don't. Some experience um, uh, floods and some don't. Will you be prepared for something that you're not used to? That's it right there. Something that you're not used to, would you be prepared for that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we come to church, you are bringing your family to a royal gathering, a meeting of the kings and the queens to get kingdom instruction for your family. This is the way we fight back, people of God. This is the way we defeat the enemy. We can't allow him to put us in a, a, a place of where we feel like we can't, we can't do things. We can't move forward. Like we're in a place of where we, we're not completing our assignments. It's time for the family to get back to church. It's time for the family to get back to church. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is really speaking to us today. He wants us to get back to church, people of God. He wants us to not forsake ourselves of coming together. Because the enemy knows that when we come together, when we fight back, we are unstoppable. He knows that when we come together as a team, we work together as a family, when we sit down and strategize, come on now, when we get strategy in the kingdom, kingdom strategy, he knows he's in, the enemy knows he's in trouble now. Because people of God, we are rising up in this hour. I know, I see, I see an army 
of people rising up who is who are tired of the enemy's junk, who are tired, amen, of sitting idle. Amen. Who want to see change, who want to see the kingdom of God advance. Amen. So it's time for us to get back in church, get that instruction, be strengthened, be fortified. Hallelujah. Remember the instructions of God on tonight. Amen. We don't want to forget this on tonight because God said there's an urgency for the people of God to get back in church. And I believe what God is saying. Come on, let's pray. So, Father God, we just thank you on tonight. We give you all the glory and all the praise. God, we, we sense your urgency. We believe what you're saying. We know there's something coming. We know your people need to be prepared, God. And it's not about being fearful, God, but it's about being prepared, about hearing you and following your instructions, getting our family back in order. Amen. Becoming debt-free, not just finally financially, oh God, but emotionally, oh God, spiritually, oh God, hallelujah, physically getting back in order. Father, help us, oh God, to hear your voice, hear your urgency. Oh God, that we will not miss it. Oh God, help us not to miss it, oh God. Oh God, help us not be complacent or laid back about it, but God, get us ready. Hallelujah, God. Help us to even begin to make plans even now, God to prepare to get back into church, God, to get back connected to what we know. Father, we thank you, oh God, for your word, God, on tonight. We thank you, oh God, for caring about us so much. You won't leave us, oh God, for giving us this word on tonight. And for that, we are grateful. For that, we are thankful. God, help us to remember our family that are unsaved, oh God, that they will turn their life over to you, oh God. But God, help us to be that example, that example that they need to see in this hour. Help us to forgive those things they have done unto us, oh God, and help them to forgive those things that we have done to them, God. Father, we thank you, oh God. Help us, oh God, to be, oh God, the Christian, the disciple, the follower of Christ the believer that you have designed us to be, that you have called us to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. To God be all the glory. We thank God for this time and the word on tonight. We pray, oh God, that you heard the word and that you will not just be a hearer, but be a doer. Amen, amen. It's time for the family to get back in church. God bless you. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. The YLM mobile app. Text GIFT to 1-844-948-3895. Cash App Dollar Sign Yes Lord M. On Givelify, search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click Donate. Mail checks and money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, Post Office Box 425 Union, New Jersey 07083. Download the YLM mobile app and stay connected with our ministry 24-7. On behalf of our lead pastor Steve Tolbert, our senior leaders Apostle Willie Tolbert and Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert and the Yes Lord Ministries Church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.